0: Hello and welcome to And You, the podcast, episode 24, with Mike and IMA and Jillian. So today we're going to talk about something that we discussed last week or a little bit of a read off (laughs) to that, and that is all those energetic experience we've had over the years. Energetic. Yeah, it's all energy, man. All right. It's all energy. You can buy into it or not, but it's energy.
1: The town that IMA lives in now. Uh, it was a town that I grew up in, and I think when I was seven or eight, I had an experience when I was sleeping. Actually, I'm not sure if it was seven or eight. I, all I know is it was before my sister was born. She was born in 88, so however old I was then. It must have been seven or eight.
0: Mm-hmm. You were seven at years old in
1: 88. No, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think. So, the basically, what happened was one night I was semi sleeping, and then something like caught my attention out in my backyard. A so noise? Something, I don't know. Um, so, I looked out the window and I saw this shadow, and it was going along the line of my, my swimming pool we had, the wall, or whatever the protective grade thing is to keep nobody falling out. I was going along it, and then it went to my deck. My dog didn't bark or anything like that, so I didn't think anything of it. But then, like, I heard a creak or something downstairs. And from what I remember is that I went downstairs at that point, and then I saw my dad, like, laying on the ground. And, like, this shadowy thing above him, as he was, like, the shadowy guy was, like, reaching towards him, I, like, woke up and, like, I found myself back on my bed. And that, that was a reoccurring dream that I had for, like, three nights. Every time it felt really real, uh, every time it was just... Either like just before he touched the, the I say he because eventually the guy sort of like morphed from a shadow like blob to like a shadow with a hat and like he had this thing in his hand and like the the last night is when he took that thing in his hand and like he, he touched me with it and since then I I never had that dream again but it basically uh, looked like the pink eraser mm-hmm. uh, like for kids with like a a paperclip wound in it and stuck in it. He touched me like with the end of a paperclip in my arm, and then I, I woke up. Did your arm
0: hurt when you woke up?
1: I don't remember that, but it seems like it, it could have been like I, I walked in, like the shadow person was doing something to my dad. Like he had just done something with that device on him, and then he came and did it to me. I don't know. Listening to a, a different podcast talking about How the dare top. you? <laughs> talking about top hat men top hat men, or like men in hats um, shadow people kind of thing they all describe that where like eventually you see like a, like a fedora wearing like shadow or like something that looks like a fedora that jogged my memory about that particular incident where I had it three nights in a row and it was like it felt super real
0: maybe it's like an alien creature and then when it knows it's been seen it's like masked with what humans call a hat to your shadow face so that they can hide a little bit yeah maybe be. I've seen store or like I've seen stories based on that. Uh, on the shadow, shadow man, the shadow, shadow man with the hat.
1: Yeah, well, they had that movie with Matt Damon, the, the Adjustment Bureau, where it kind of played on that premise, where the fedora was so they could control time and and make their changes. It would always be like a ESP kind of situation. I don't know. It it could be.
0: Did you find yourself intrigued or fearful? Like by night three, you know, you're going to bed. You've had this dream. No, it was scary every time. It was. It was like,
1: yeah, it was like the fear of my stomach. Like when I, when I went downstairs every time it was like, I stopped because I was frozen in fear.
0: You stopped from like approaching your dad. Yeah. When you went downstairs, it was like in your own home.
1: Yeah, I was in the top bunk at the time, because uh, that's how I know it was before my sister was born. Because we, my brother and I, shared a bedroom in the room that would eventually be my sister's room, and we had a bunk bed set up in there. So I got off the top bunk, went downstairs, went down the landing, turned into the from the living room to the dining room, and it was like right there at the dining room by the window where it must have came in.
0: Did your dad
1: ever talk about having a dream like that? No, I, I never really asked him or talked to him about it either you just weren't comfortable like asking yeah. him that. it was weird just a...
0: and where he where was he in the house that you saw him in the living room
1: no it was in the dining room
0: you saw your dad in the dining room yeah so it laying was, on the yeah, floor? it
1: was if you picture a, a rectangular layout split into four equal spots so the if you look at the back two that would be like where the stairs are and the living room and the front two would be the the dining room and the in the kitchen and where my dad was was right there between the kitchen and the dining room you know at that little doorway area he was laying right there and then the, the shadow person was like right there in the same was standing over him like he was laying on the ground the guy was standing over him had that weird device
0: so you saw him the first two nights with the device I saw uh, but the it first one. You with it, the
1: third day. it wasn't until the third night it got close to me. The first two nights was like I was interrupting something with those guys.
0: Do you remember like the fourth night? Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. You suspect that it might happen again at that point, and it happened three nights in a row. And you just had more fear or not?
1: I, I don't really remember that
0: part. I had a lot of, I mean, I had night terrors growing up, and I would remember most of my dreams pretty vividly. I always told them to my mom because she believed that. Like, if you didn't talk about them, that they have the potential of coming true. Mm-hmm. There was a few dreams that I had that did come true. So it kind of was just like, I'm going to tell you then. It does give them power. It gives anything power, too, yeah. if you don't speak it out loud. So Yeah. So I I was really afraid of going to sleep at night because for a while I was having dreams where I was almost dying. And then I confided in this neighbor lady, and she told me that if you die in your dream, you can die in real life. And I, I did not go to sleep at night for weeks. I would fall asleep eventually, but I was not sleeping. You were trying your best not to get in that position. Yeah. yeah. So I can't even imagine. Have like, you ever seen yourself die in your dreams? Ever? Like in your life now? Not or? myself. I've had dreams where uh, there was something growing out of my stomach. I think I might have talked about this once. And then uh, a couple of days later, I got a belly button infection. I had a dream that there was plants. It was always, It's always plants. was plants growing on a a naked breast. And then I think it was like a year later, my mom got breast cancer. Again, it could all be completely unrelated. But most of the things were... um, That could have been a good story. Yeah. Yeah, Let's talk about this (laughs) naked breast. Um, I've had dreams where I've seen myself as an adult uh, sitting up in bed and I was covered in red dots. That one is the thing I'm most afraid of happening because I'm like, I don't know what that is. Right. But my partner had red dots too in this dream. And yeah, I was right. like young. And it was like a weird dream to have like seeing adult me in that position. But I as far as like shadow people, you know, we talked a little bit of have I seen shadow people? And I was like, yes. But in that description, I don't see myself saying yes. What I've, I've seen, seen is like a shadow. Because what you were are.
1: describing kind of sounds like sleep paralysis with uh, like the, the succubus or incubus you know, standing yeah.
0: over you kind of thing. Yeah, but I'm always able to move. Okay. Yeah. I, if I had sleep paralysis, like I saw it on Haunting of a Hellhouse, yeah, I would be I just would not be able to function. I'd have to like be medicated at night. The idea of not having control.
1: The only other like super vivid dream I, had, I can remember where it was like fear was I was laying in my bed uh, when we switched bedrooms and my brother had a Mr. T piggy bank. I had a... a, a yeah, was so cool. It, it's like just the, the head. So you put the money in there. And then I had uh, a Dukes of Hazzard red car up on the bureau on the opposite side of our bed. And like at, at night when I went to bed, a kid, it was like eight o'clock or whatever. So I was just laying in there and then like... Suddenly, the the head started spinning around, like, going around, and the window that was, like, by my bed, it, like, it came out. Like, it it came out in front of me, and, like, I don't know if it was, like, moving or whatever, but that's just something else I kind of remember.
0: When you woke up, you felt really freaked out?
1: Well, it was just really weird the whole
0: time. I now, as an adult, have dreams about bad things or circumstances happening to my children that are very fearful like i'll go through the whole next day so afraid um, and just upset as a kid i really only had one recurring dream i mean i'm sure i had dreams that were like scary or whatever in the moment but they weren't things that stayed with me i had a dream so i can't even tell you how many nights like i just had it so much time so many times where it would progressively get deeper and deeper into the same dream. So like in the beginning, I just saw myself in the car, and then I, saw, I would see myself in the car, but I was like crouched down a little further, so I was like a little farther from the windshield, and it was always the same car, same color, I was in there with the same person, um, and it was in the same location, it was at the top, my grandparents lived in like this big, deep gully, and there was a really, really long, steep driveway to get up out of there, and was always at the top of their driveway. And then eventually as it continued to progress and progress, I remember like one of the very last times I had it there. So there, I remember feeling like I was in the car with that person and I was never safe ever in any of the dreams. And then there, a mouse would jump off the dashboard down onto my face. By the time I was getting near in the end of the dream, the very last time I remember having it, the mouse jumped onto my face, but then the whole windshield broke and shattered. (laughs) And I remember now, even now, like the sound of that snapping, cracking glass breakage and i don't really remember having that dream afterwards but i can remember like being scared in that time frame like i was really afraid of that dream i was afraid to go to bed every night because i would have that dream so many times Yeah. yeah i now like you were saying the kids thing i dream a lot about my kids getting sexually assaulted like, or or I, uh, I dream a lot about Mostly abduction. just assaulted, but I think it's because it is a... I mean, it's a fear for everyone, but it's something that happened to me as a child. And so I, I dream about it all the time. And it's usually... Or not usually, usually be someone I know. One time it was someone I trusted, like just met them and I trusted them, which I never do. And then afterwards, I, I just felt in my dream. And then when I woke up, that wasn't like, like me. I need to make sure I never do that. But then when I was in uh, Salem, actually... I had a dream that my the person who abused me actually abused my child, Mm -hmm. and I was so messed up that whole day because I couldn't stop thinking about that situation. I remember. I wish I had more different dreams. These are my dreams. It's hard to process, like even in your waking life. I I remember telling myself a lot as a child because I do know that person. Um, Although things also had happened to me as a child that they were not the ones that did it. Don't be mad at them because they weren't the person that did it. But it was hard for me to I be a normal person. That person was in your dream if they weren't the perpetrator. Because as a child I think <laughs> I had those dreams and told myself that stuff to put that away. I now see. as an adult it can be like girlfriend you should have questioned yourself more yeah. about why that happened. Um but that's what I was doing then, back then. It was hard for me to walk around sense. and be with them in the daytime and like in our Situation, but I would be telling myself like, "Don't take it out on them," and then I'd feel guilty for having those thoughts. But then I'd have the dreams more. So it's it's interesting, like how our our brains mind minds 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 process all that yeah. somehow, yeah, and try to protect us. Yeah, so much to the point where sometimes your own memories are fuzzy. Like Michael started out saying, "I was sleeping," but were you sleeping? Right? Did you ever actually go downstairs? Did the shadow person zap you back upstairs in your mind with their little eraser device? I mean, that that could be it. I mean, I don't know. And you don't know how much time actually spanned in those moments, right? Right. I mean, like that's the thing about dreams is you don't. It's like the span of time can be so like a dream that you think was three minutes can last you. Hour. I
1: mean, yeah. dreams can be really vivid, yeah. You know, but, but then again, there's nothing more boring and more uh, obnoxious about explaining dreams to people that are, aren't having the same dream or right. don't really don't care.
0: Get it? But well, it's like I force uh, people to listen to my dreams if they're bad.
1: There was a, a UFO. Governor Baker signed this plaque saying that there was a historical significance to this UFO situation that happened in Sheffield, Massachusetts. Hmm. Um,
0: This was the one near the bridge, right? Yeah,
1: this is the one by the bridge that we we went to visit. And uh, Tom. Where is Sheffield? It's
0: a waves.
1: Yeah, it's about an hour away from Springfield. Okay. Uh, You you take the, the. the, the mass pike to get over to it
0: oh, but it's, it's
1: it's it's kind of cool there's there's some cool fountains on the way but this guy he claimed that when he was like five years old he experienced uh some kind of alien encounter or or he might not call alien anymore it's ufo because it was an unidentified flying object, object. he won't say it's aliens i think he won't say it's this or that because he wants it, to, it. He's trying to be as factual as possible. The
0: governor will not, or the person that experienced.
1: The person experienced. The governor will sign anything you put in front of him. So it's it, it's really. Shout
0: out Governor Baker. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. <laughs> but so they got this little plaque. But he was a, a, a kid when it happened. So you know, basically, it could have been a fever dream. It could have been swamp gas because it happened right there at the swamp. He could have been experiencing anything. He, you know, he got convinced himself that this had to be some kind of ufo thing there's other people that they claim also saw at the same time but it's you know it's it's your experience and you just have to convince somebody else of it right so other people had shadows that they think they see
0: and really the three dreams that you had as a kid were not the totality of your experience with the child man mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if it is or not, but I mean, at, at work, you know, they they put in your head that oh yeah, there's there's spirits here. We always see ghosts, and because at where I work, it's it's a super old building. It's you know, we're one of the oldest employers in this area, um, and this this building basically built this town. And
0: you know, back in the day, people died. At that oh, job, set. probably. They're just a safety. But, but you're
1: we're not. You always, there's people out of the corner of your eye you're seeing at nighttime, especially. It's like, there's like shadows you see. It might be a psychotic break from working too much. Who knows? But all people might have be said. the it.
0: most genius thing ever about spirits, if they really exist, that you see them generally at night. So you always say to yourself, was I just tired? tired or am I overwhelmed? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so a concern for me. You also had an
0: experience at our home where you felt like you saw the happening.
1: Mm, At our house, no. What I saw was like a creature. There was like something in the corner of the room.
0: Oh, I thought that was the hat. No, yeah. I thought you had told me once when we first moved in, you thought you saw him go past our front windows into our backyard. Actually, our our children have said these similar things. Yeah,
1: but yeah, that that could be a real person, (laughs)
0: though. (laughs) Maybe the first week we moved in, there was people like just who are these folks Checking checking our backyard out. Can you talk a little bit more about the the thing in the corner of the room. A couple
1: episodes ago, I think I mentioned that when we first moved into the house and I was downstairs, it felt like there was a something watching us. Yeah,
0: constantly. Um, constantly.
1: Especially when I was trying to go to bed, uh, it felt like there was like something like you know, you know that feeling when you, yeah, you wow. feel like someone's watching. Yeah, it felt
0: like you were not.
1: Or like when it gets like tone, so quiet, but you get like there's a tone where it's like there's somebody else around. Yeah, that kind of that's what I experienced there.
0: But you felt that was actually separate than the shadow person.
1: I, I I don't know, I'm sure if they're they're related or not, but it was like I felt like there was something there, and I bet it, there was something it, there. It could be, and maybe it's still
0: there, but maybe like knows you now.
1: I don't know, because it, it was hard but to use. I also to that.
0: taken to saging or house pretty.
1: The way the bedroom is set up in our house, like the, the door opens into the bed, and I guess that's not really the most feng shui or the most uh comforting way to do it, I guess. It doesn't let you feel secure. So, you know, it's been 15 years, I think.
0: The door to the room itself Yeah, the way,
1: the way it opens, and there's nothing.
0: So ideally for a bedroom, you would walk up to the door and open it out to you? Is what no, you're I'm talking no about... No, with your bed placement. Yeah, with the placement. Is. Oh. So
1: ideally, it would be the opposite side of the room. It'd be where our TV is now instead of where... Because
0: when you you, this is your door, right? You open it and your bed's right here? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's, a, but there's no way for us to put our bed on the other side just because of the window placement. Oh, I that. And, yes. and because we live in one of those houses with pitched roof, hmm. so if we put the bed on the other side, it wouldn't even like the headboard would hit the ceiling and two spots. Also, I don't know that I would want to because right now, you get a second. You see that door open, you get a second. Yeah. But if you were on the opposite side, you'd be able to see what's on that inside the door right away and what if it's something you don't want to see right like you were saying if the doors open a crack yeah so we'd be sleeping with our door open we'd be able to sleep. we currently out. have that situation where we can see out and i'm not a fan of it yeah, yeah i wouldn't be i would what if i looked up and i saw someone standing? That doorway while I was in the bed then yeah. I would have sleep I would have instantaneous <laughs> that'd be like your son
1: when, when yeah. he was a, a little kid uh, at the apartment where he would just like crawl out and like, walk right up next to the bed stick his head right in your face and just like I look at it. you and at look at
0: me and just look at me and separate, I would say mom he would
1: say nothing yeah he would just look <laughs> at
0: me in the, the dark. Little, yeah and it would be for however long it took for me to wake up. No, man. He yeah. would not he touch a me. chucky dog. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Mike, your child's like chucky. He's did you really like, like, <laughs> like he's looking eating a get couple hit. times i did i was like ah and my hands are flying <laughs> and i would always forget like my son like <laughs> it never felt like i got used to that's just what my kid likes to do it always yeah, felt like every time. time like oh my god he just scared the dickens out of me every single time to the point where a couple times when i was going to bed i would say to my girl i can't i can't go to sleep i'm afraid he's gonna come and stand in the doorway He'd be like, he's not in the door. Anymore. I'd be so freaked out. <laughs> and and he never wanted anything. He just wanted to watch his mother sleep. I don't think he ever did that to you. No. But like, he wasn't. So much. He didn't have like a oh lovely look on his face. Like oh my dear mother He was like just stone faced stoic. Like nothing was going on upstairs. <laughs> there, they walking. He was yeah.
1: just waiting. To, you know, he's...
0: He was patiently waiting for Mama. Yeah, just up. waiting. Yeah. Thank you. He did that from like what two to six or something. It was a while. Oh. It, it a while. wasn't every night. So He like would, would sporadically <laughs> I, I had
1: to shoot him away though before. No, no get out of here. She's gonna wake up.
0: Scram, yeah. kid. Yeah. He's got it down to a science now. He wait, he leaves the room every time I crack an eye open. <laughs> <laughs> he sends away way
1: back into the darkness, and I don't know which way he goes.
0: He's a true shadow man. Well, we sure hope that no shadow people or anyone else are watching you sleep if you don't wish that they would be. We hope you enjoyed this episode of And View, the podcast.